Hey, hello, everybody out there. This is uh, this is the PlayStation Report, uh, episode three hundred and two, to be specific. I'm Frank. If you if you haven't guessed that part as much, uh, it's 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 just another episode of this man. It's it's me. It's Tyler. We're here. We're back at it. Uh, feels like we just did this yesterday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but. Um, you know, it's just part of the new s- scheduling we have to do because of my job. Um, we're recording on a Wednesday, 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 Wednesday. So, obviously, if we've missed news, that's why. Um, but we do have a few things to talk about this week. Um, yeah, yeah, we got stuff. We got stuff. Not not too much stuff. I th- I have I have a prediction that this will be a short show and we'll we'll go play some Halo. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I've spent all day, literally all day, playing Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I think I might be mistaken. I think there might be one more zone that I have to go to. Um, and I'm about half. I'm about halfway through the second to last zone. So, I imagine that's another 15 to 20 hours. <laughs> wow. So. So, how many hours do you think you're in already? <laughs> um, if I actually open up Steam, because I haven't played much Final Fantasy XIV recently, this might, the Steam hours for my last two weeks might actually be accurate to how much I've put into it. In the last two weeks, I've played 54 hours of Final Ooh. Fantasy fourteen. Damn, boy. Yeah. Damn. I'm looking at that number, and I'm like, yeah, I've been sitting here a, lo- a long time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, definitely plenty to see. I haven't even been doing every single side quest, so if I, if I want to tack that up on there, I'd, I'd probably be looking at, like, 60 to 70 hours right now if I was doing everything. Wow. Damn. That's that's a good time. So is the um uh servers better and everything or So because I because I've been off work, I've been logging in at like 9 or 10 a.m. while everyone's at work. Mhm. And so yeah, I the queues are at like below 100, I will say. Below okay. 100. Yeah, but if you try to log on, when people get start getting home from work, th- that quickly rises, Ooh. especially when the West Coast comes home from work. Right, it's yeah, it get it gets up. It still gets up there. I've seen it as high as six thousand, because one time I logged off in the middle of the day and I was like, I- I'll see if I can come back to this later. If not, I'll just play some Halo. So I came back and tried to log on, and I was like, oh, no, I'm going to go play Halo. I'm not waiting an hour or two or three to get to play this. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Nice. Still just incredible, the swerve they, they put on you. Um, so I'm not sure if you remember where we're at with Final Fantasy fourteen. I don't expect you to. Yeah, no, um, but I, I don't remember. If you remember, like, what the marketing was behind this, like, this is going to be the end of the Zodiac and Hydaelyn uh, saga of mm-hmm. Final Fantasy fourteen. that era of the story. It's going to be the end of that. Um, not even halfway through, you kill Zodiac. 
Oh. And that's not even, like, that is, it was apparently all a part of the plan. Ooh. Um, but yeah, it's, it. the story goes in wild places. You, There's some time travel involved. Um, that's the part I'm in right now. I, I did some time travel to go to the past to figure out how, like, what the hell am I supposed to do here? <laughs> um, and yeah, it's just, it's great. It's fantastic. The music continues to kick ass. Um, the new trials and the, the trials, the dungeons, they're all just, all the mechanics you'd li- you like to see in these games. Like, the, the, like rotating platforms, and all kind, trying to avoid AOEs and predicting which way, like, predicting where the AOEs will be after the platform rotates and all that good stuff. It's it's great. It's great mechanically. It's a lot of fun, and I'm just I'm really coming into my own at the way they uh, redid my my character, the the monk class. Um, really getting into that and starting to hit the big numbers. Ooh. Big numbers are good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to maybe finish it before I have to go back to work. Maybe. Yeah. That's a lot that's a lot of that is a lot, a lot of time of game. I have to put in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. No, that's awesome, dude. Is yeah. is it meeting all your expectations? It is exceeding my expectations, all right. if I'm being honest. I maybe Maybe I'm ju- I'm being generous, but like I just I'm just really impressed with how they're telling the story, because like you'd think that oh Zodiac's going to be the big bad at the end of this, um, but it, it it turns out that like no, there's something even more mysterious about trying to fix the state of the world after you kill Zodiac. It's yeah, it's it's a huge. Um, it's an, there's impending doom, and uh, it's it's great. It's great. I want I I really want to see how this ends. Do you want to see how it end walks? Fuck off! <laughs> Fuck off! You're not allowed to do that to my game. No. <laughs> I saw an opportunity for a very bad joke, and I went for it. I I get it. I understand. We have mutual <laughs> friends who would do the same. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, outside of that, yeah, I've, I played a lot of Halo. I think I'm towards the end of Halo Infinite as well. The Ooh, campaign. Damn. Ripping unless, through. Like, unless they're gonna pull something under, out, pull the rug out from under me again, which I wouldn't. I wouldn't really be surprised. But <laughs> I'm, I'm about to go fight Esherim. Okay. About to get his ass. Very nice. I guess I could just I guess I could just go look up the percentage because Xbox tracks those achievements. Yeah. But I'm not gonna do that. Right. I feel like that in itself is maybe a spoiler <laughs> if I do that to myself. Yeah. Well, yeah what you've been, you you been up to? <laughs> uh, honestly all I've played was Halo Infinite. Oh um, great. So yeah, just trying to truck along with it. I am I just finished the my next mission is called the Spire, so that's that's where I'm at. So mission I just did was pretty cool. I, I enjoyed that one. I enjoy 
Um, yeah, just going around that map, getting upgrades. I mean, it's it's just a fun gameplay loop. What I really kind of enjoy, and I don't know, I didn't read or hear if any of this is actually like this, but um, I was going around doing a lot of the side stuff of where you save, like, um, the, the military dudes. And one, I love the feeling that that gives me of just old school Halo fighting with these, like, just grunt sort of dudes on your side. And, um, it's always fun just, like, stealing their weapons and, like, giving one of them a fucking rocket launcher, because why not? Um, yeah. Like, I just, I love that stuff. And they really, really nailed that feeling of that just old school vibe that those games back in the day gave me in these situations but um are those encounters do you know like are they like randomized because sometimes i'll go into them and i straight up just like get my fucking ass smacked by uh just a lot of enemies or or one of them was an elite dropped with a sword and uh he was invisible and i just didn't even see him at all and he came out and whacked me but then the next time i didn't i didn't even see him at all so Mm. I don't know if they're randomized or if, in that case, like, uh, he just got taken out. But I know I didn't fucking kill him. So, mm. I don't know. But I'm really enjoying some of those encounters. Some of them are, like, super short. But some of them just feel, like, epic as fuck. And they're just, they're fun. Um, also, I can't believe, like, Halo gives me, like, Skyrim vibes of, like, trying to climb a fucking mountain. With the grappling hook and just being like, how do I get up there? And is that rock, like, just wide enough for me to land on? I think it is. Let's go. Um, that stuff is just so much fun. I love it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. The, the story's grabbing me a little bit more from where I'm at now. Um, but, you know, I'm maybe halfway through. I, I don't even know. Yeah. I have a lot of game left. Oh, yeah. I, I think one of the things I really like about it um, is the grunts talking shit at yeah. you. I, oh, I think they, so wrote a, they wrote a lot of good lines for the grunts talking shit at you, and it's, it's, it's really good. Yes. <laughs> yes, they're very good. Um, I also like some of the more special weapons you get for taking out the targets. Um, some of those weapons are just so fucking fun to use and, um, really makes you want to go get them, go get those targets, take them out. Um, cause, cause they're, they're pretty fun to take out and then the weapons you get are really good. And yeah, man, I'm really enjoying it. I'm doing pretty much everything on the map except some of the armory stuff for the multiplayer. I'm skipping just cause I don't really care too much about that, but for the most part, I'm trying to do everything. It's, it's been a good time. The one boss fight, though, it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was hard, but I was just being a fucking idiot, is um, this boss fight, you're kind of in a in a room, I guess, with a big old motherfucker with a gravity hammer, um, oh, if you remember yeah, that okay. one. I don't, dude, that one took me a few tries. Not, like I said, it wasn't hard, but it was more like, you have to use, um... The grappling hook, in my opinion, to like really uh, make that happen. Because I base it was it was so much fun though. Like once I got it down and I actually finished it, because I was like, as soon as the boss fight starts, I turn left, I grapple hook 
um, one of the like kind of things you can just kind of pick up and they explode and all that stuff. Uh, pick that up, throw it at them. They grapple hook to the other side of the room, grab those over there, and then just keep grappling around trying to mix miss his swings. And uh, I ended up, I, I, I was just cornered. And I'm like, there's no way I can get out of here. But he had like no health left. So I'm just firing as, as much as I could. And I'm like, fuck, I might not make it. So I, I'm like, YOLO, just smack him right in the fucking face. And he died. It was awesome. Mm. It's <laughs> kind of like our uh, our Resident Evil playthrough yes. where I knifed the boss. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, last hit. it reminded me of that. Yeah, for sure. Like it was just one of those moments of like just total desperation, and then it worked. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm I'm really enjoying this game. Yeah, and I I think just one more note on like the enemies. I, I like how how they don't give a shit. They'll use whatever weapons. Like they'll use oh, yeah. human weapons. So they'll do anything. Mm-hmm. Like it. I always thought that was kind of weird, like in the other Halo games where like they just wouldn't even, they wouldn't even try using human weapons, right? Um, for the most part, uh, the Covenant or the alien enemies, the Flood did whatever the Flood would fucking do, but yeah, um, yeah, I, I just I, I find it inter- interesting that they uh, that they're actually uh, that they appreciate humanity's uh, capacity for creating weapons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then they point them back at us. Yes. It's great. It um, is. Yeah, just having a great time with, with video games across all platforms. Um, except I'm not really playing much on my PlayStation right now. Dude, <laughs> I, I thought the same thing. I'm like, dude, I feel like I haven't really played my PlayStation in weeks, only because Xbox has had a fantastic double whammy to end the year of just honestly two of my favorite games that I just can't get enough of so yeah kudos to them yeah uh I didn't play it but I watched a stream of uh pretty much where I left off on inscription onward uh so yeah I saw the end of that game and you know what it's it's a mind fuck and anyone who wants to experience it should I mean, if you hit a wall, definitely go watch a Let's Play, because it is it is worth seeing where that game goes. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's it's more than just a card game. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I'm just... I am overall pretty satisfied with the games I've played so far. There, There's more I want to wrap up, but you know what, I'm not too torn up about it. If I don't get to stuff. Yeah, same. I'm like, I'm, there's more that I want to play, but I feel pretty good. But, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I'm just, I can't believe we're halfway through fucking December already, so. We gotta figure out when we want to do our Game of the Year episode. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be, uh, that's gonna be an undertaking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> always a good time though yeah all right how about we get into this news uh because man some of it i will say is a bummer um i mean yeah i how about i just get into the bummer right away uh stalker 2 a game that i was very much looking forward to has decided to get into the NFT bullshit. 
Uh, it's basically, and if you, if I'm gonna be honest with you, Tyler, I understand that this doesn't really affect gameplay, but also, if it's not doing anything, why the fuck is it even happening? What the fuck is the point of owning an NPC in Stalker 2? What's the fucking point of that? You are, So, I'm struggling to understand the implementation here. So basically, there are going to be these, um, these, these uh, in-game item drops that will... Uh, yeah, it's... And pretty much the first the person who gets the first drop will be the, the, the metahuman, which will be this NPC in the game. And that's going to be some sort of NFT. Um, but it's just going to exist in the game. Like, this NFT... This, this NPC is going to be like this high-quality scan of whoever wins this thing. You'll be in the game. But... Th- the implementation of why this has to be an NFT is just lost on me. Like, why the fuck does this have to be an NFT if... Like, presumably... Like, the purpose of owning one of these things... Of owning an NFT is so you can sell it later, right? Right. But if it's just if it's just you in the video game... Who's gonna fucking buy that? I doubt they're going to go back and redo a scan and, like, whoever owns the NFT gets another gets scanned into the game, right? This is a one-time thing where they scan one person into the game. But also, you could... People on PC could just very easily mod this NPC out of the game, right? Yeah, I'm sure. So, like, what's, what's the actual fucking value here of making this an NFT? It it just seems fucking stupid, and it seems like something that they're just doing to be like, hey, we're part of this new technological movement. And, like, they they just want to be part of it without really thinking about what, like, what it is and, like, what what does, does it even really matter to the game at all. Yeah, it's, uh... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just think this is overall pretty fucking stupid because um, I agree with everything you said. It, it just feels scummy. And I could see this happening more and more, though. Not just NFTs, just more of an NFT of, like, get yourself into the game sort of thing. Because there's people that will go fucking nuts for that shit. And... Hey, here's the thing that you sucks. can do. You know, you don't even have to make it an NFT. You can mod your own fucking game. You can yeah, pay someone to mod you into a game. And it would probably be cheaper than whatever the fuck this is. Yeah, for sure. And then, you know, what happens when down the line um, the fucking servers for Stalker 2 go offline? You know, if that's a thing, like, with this game. You know, like... <laughs> Then <laughs> all this shit, just wasted time, wasted uh, harm to the environment for no fucking reason. Ah, man, I hate, I just hate I mean, that's that video games are getting like, into this. 
that's Good. ultimately the thing with with crypto and nfts is that ultimately someone's going to be someone's going to going to end up holding the bag when it all fall when it all falls apart because it's, it is going to all fall apart oh yeah it's like it's based on fucking nothing and like honestly it, it's if you keep if you don't already see that cryptocurrency is fucking worthless, then you need to open your damn eyes because you're going to be one of the people who's end up and who's going to end up with your fucking crypto, your worthless crypto wallet when everyone else has run away with your actual money. Yeah, exactly. Yes, there's yeah, it, it absolutely will crash and burn someday. Yeah, I mean. It, and also I, just crash and burn just, our environment, because why not? <laughs> I just don't understand how some people out there can see this as, like, some sort of liberating technology. When uh, I saw a statistic the other day, 90% of NFT trades are held between less than 2% of NFT holders. Ooh. So less than 2% of people who own NFTs are just trading them with, among themselves to maintain their value. Ooh. So, Yikes. Jesus it's Christ! Very obviously, a, a scheme by which uh, the rich are just going to extract more money from the poor. So, yeah. I don't know. There's no bet added benefit of NFTs in video games because they're own, they're their own closed off environments anyway. Yeah. Like, there's you're not going to see implementation of items transporting between games because yeah. no one who designs games really really wants to deal with that kind of fucking headache. Right. Games are hard enough to make as is. <laughs> you don't need to fucking add this, this, like, idea that these that shit in game is actually going to have real world value because it never really is. It mm-hmm. isn't. Right. Um. Yeah. It's. It's just unfortunate that this happens to be, uh, like that is happening at all, and that it's also happening in a game that I was looking forward to, and now I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know now. Like, how far is this fucking shit going to go? And, like, I mean, it's coming to Game Pass, so I guess I don't have to pay for anything and I don't have to interact with the uh, NFT marketplace, but, like, what does that say when they get when they have engagement in their game? Yeah. Like, what what, what do those numbers look like to them? Right. And what, what happens when games are built around this stuff a lot more? It's just, it's not a good place to head... For the industry and i hate that we are basically talking about one of these stories almost every week now yeah. uh, can't can't wait for all these e3 conferences next year to talk about the blockchain on e3? stage you mean e3 ethereum <laughs> <laughs> see what you do god there. i fucking hate this shit <laughs> All right. Let's just talk about the, uh, the, the, let's talk about the numbers as they exist today. The the video game numbers, the actual dollar sales of video games and their consoles. Um, we have N- November uh, NPD uh, statistics here to share. Um, we've got the top twenty best selling games in the United States here. We've also got some other numbers here uh, to note. Um, there is a we're starting to see a little bit of the fall. Uh, people pretending that COVID is over, so they stop being gamers, I guess. A 10%, <laughs> a, 10, a minus 10% change 
year to year mm-hmm. in total video game sales. You fucking fake gamers moving on, you know? Yeah. Get them out of here. <laughs> I think a lot of it is driven, though, by hardware, which was down 38%, which NPD Group's saying is driven by um, uh, basically the shortages, which I yeah, can that makes understand. a lot of sense. Yeah. And I was reading that the combined sales of the PS5 series, Xbox series consoles in the Switch are less than the combined sales of the PS4, Xbox One, and the Wii U. Like, I guess if you took the year that PS4 and Xbox One launched, and then the years that these newer consoles launched, and just compared those two years... um, a little bit less but probably driven because of shortages i would say because the demand is definitely there yeah yeah i mean i still see people freaking out whenever wario 64 is like yo walmart's gonna have ps5s yeah hey go go look at amazon later today they might have some xboxes for you uh and yeah it's it's people are still struggling to get these consoles yes um but yeah, let's get to those top 20 best-selling games. Uh, I'll get us started here at number 20, Ghost of Tsushima, 19, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, 18, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, 17, Minecraft, 16, Shin Megami Tensei 5, 15, Back for Blood, 14, Animal Crossing New Horizons, 13, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, and number 12, Mario Kart 8, 11, is Just Dance 2022. Number 10, NBA 2K22. Number 9, Far Cry 6. Number 8, FIFA 22. 7, Guardians of the Galaxy. 6, Mario Party Superstars. 5, Madden NFL 22. Number 4, Forza Horizon 5. 3 is Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. 2 is Battlefield 2042. Number 1, Call of Duty Vanguard. Mm. I mean, not surprising. Not surprising. People still... Doesn't matter the quality of the Call of Duty, or the word of mouth, or literally anything happening at Activision Blizzard. People are still buying those games. Yes. Definitely. And even same with Battlefield 2042, not having a great launch at all, and still selling very well. Um, Yeah, see it all the time. I would love to know, though, because... You know, we've heard, though, that Call of Duty Vanguard's numbers are down very much compared to Black Ops Cold War. I want to know that, what that number is. I don't think we'll know exact numbers, but even a percentage would be interesting to note. Um, So, yeah. Um, It's, yeah. It's, it's for the most part, I think it's a pretty, pretty standard list. But good to see, you know, Forza Horizon 5 being on Game Pass is still up there, or jump, jumping up there in its first month. Shin Megami Tensei, getting all the anime people out. Mm, all the perverts. <laughs> Come on out of your caves, you perverts. Yeah. And then all the demons in there are going to make fun of you. Because well. um, that's I, how those games are. Yeah. I, I think it's cool, though, that Sony, though, you know, so many of these fucking Nintendo games are on here every single month. I mean, I I still can't believe Breath of the Wild's still on this list. And 
Um, Sony's kind of got one of their own in a way. Like Miles Morales is always on this list anymore. Um, so that's kind of yeah. good to see. I'm sure, you know, that's probably one of the most popular games that people buy right away when they get a PS5. So cool to see that hanging up there. Um, top 10 best selling games so far in 2021. Number 10, Far Cry 6. Nine is Miles Morales. Uh, eight, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. Seven, Super Mario 3D World. Six, Battlefield 2042 already. Five, Resident Evil Village. Four, MLB The Show 21. Three, Madden NFL 22. Number two is Call of Duty Vanguard. Number one is Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, which is fucking nuts to me. Mm. Mm. That that game is mm. the best-selling game of 2021. <laughs> Still, holy fuck. Even when a new Call of Duty is out. It's just crazy. Oh, boy. Well, that's enough capitalism for all of us today. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's, uh, let's, let's take a trip down memory road, because Ubisoft seems to have, uh, despite, like, constantly denying that it was ever happening, or, like, just not talking about it ever, it looks like Splinter Cell is getting a remake. Yes. Ubisoft just went out and said what everyone was was thinking they should go remake Splinter Cell. It just took them a while to say it. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. I mean, it's probably not going to come out the next two or three years. I I doubt it. It's, no, not at all. They've doesn't even seem like they've really worked on it yet. <laughs> they're just they've just announced that they're going to make it. Really. Yeah. Definitely seems like they're going to staff up for it. And, uh, yeah, interesting, it's going to be a, a remake of the first game. So this is not a new game. Uh, we've heard a lot of rumors, though, recently that the game was going to be um, open world. Very Ubisoft style. But, you know, if this is a remake of the first game, I, I doubt it. Um, and they're also kind of saying that it's not going to, uh, basically fit into a modern Ubisoft open world game. So that's good. Um, yeah, I think this is exciting. I think it's good that they are acknowledging that people really want this franchise. They miss it. And, you know, I think probably going back to the beginning, remaking that game is probably a, a smart move rather than making it, a, you know, a... An open world Ubisoft title, a Tom Clancy open world Ubisoft title that might be hard to distinguish from other Ubisoft titles, um, and just kind of the same sort of stuff. One thing, though, I'm curious of is if they're going to put the multiplayer in here, the Spies versus Mercs. Um, I never played it, but I watched Keith play a lot of that back in the day with Blacklist, and it seemed very good. Um, he very much enjoyed that. Multiplayer. It's 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 a kind of a unique, unique mode. And then my other thing, though, and I, I think this is a different team, but Ubisoft's remaking the Prince of Persia: Sands of Time, oh, and that didn't look too God. good. Nope. <laughs> and granted, they acknowledged it, and they have delayed that game. It doesn't even have a date, and you know, hopefully, they're gonna 
make it a lot better, and it, there's still a possibility that game could be good. But let's not get too hyped yet until we see something, because I hope they go all out with it, they give it its proper love, and not try to pull a Prince of Persia hell on us. Yeah, I mean, I'm not... I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that I'm the biggest fan of Splinter Cell. Um, I've actually never played a Splinter Cell. I have played... I want to say I played... Pan. It was either Pandora's Tomorrow, which is the second one, or Chaos Theory back on PS2, but I didn't like finish it. And then I played... I think it's called Double Agent on the 360... Because I think that was like a launch game or not long after launch. Um, once again, didn't finish it though. It's always been a franchise that has always very much intrigued me. But I never like sat down and like really fucking tried to get into it. Um, so I think I'll I'll definitely give this a shot hopefully when it comes out. But I am with you. You know, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not the biggest Splinter Cell guy either. But like cool I. See. I've always thought it was weird that people, like, just clamor for Splinter Cell. Like, I feel like Splinter Cell was the B-tier stealth action game. Uh, and, like, Metal Gear was, like, the real shit uh, that people people enjoyed. Um, but I, I guess I'm wrong. I guess there is just a shit ton of people out there who want Splinter Cell. Otherwise, Ubisoft wouldn't make this decision. Yeah, and I think... Oh. <laughs> These people got to prove it, too. You know? Well, first of all, Ubisoft's got to make a good game. You know, don't want to buy a shit game. But, you know, they got to they gotta come out there and support this if it's good. Because, I don't know, man. This, this could maybe be it for Splinter Cell. Because, you know, Ghost Recon, The Division, Rainbow Six, these franchises pull in a lot more for Ubisoft than Splinter Cell does. And, you know... This one's more, I think, for the fans sort of thing. Um, rather than, you know, something that will probably make Ubisoft a shitload of money. Also curious, are they somehow going to put some dumb fucking live service elements into this somehow? Or um, how about fucking any, some NFTs? Get the quartz well, in there, you know? Yeah, they're going to use the quartz. You can bring your Rainbow Six Siege weapons into uh, into uh, this new this Tom Clancy thing. Yeah. Great. Fuck this. God damn it. <laughs> uh, Ubisoft's also making moves with another one of their franchises here, Assassin's Creed. There's going to be a crossover between Valhalla and Odyssey. Just, you know, the most giant fucking games that people... No one person has seen 100% of both of these games. I, I, no I, I will say. Uh, There's with, probably... With, with confidence. There is no single person <laughs> out there who has seen 100% of both of Valhalla and Odyssey. There's there's probably someone crazy out there. But, yeah. That's a lot to see, man. I, these games are so big. Yeah, the, basically they are doing a giant-ass expansion as well called Dawn of Ragnarok, um, which will be coming out in March. So they're going to do a, a third expansion. This one's going to be kind of mythology-inspired. 
um, like some of the areas in the game, but then also just some of the DLCs they did for Origins and uh, Odyssey. Um, so there's a whole new new area, basically, you can get into and, you know, all sorts of new enemies, arenas, story. Apparently you turn into fucking Odin, because why not? Um, and they said it's about 35 hours worth of content. Great. After already putting out two pretty good, pretty decent side does. Yeah, I can't speak decent sized expansions into uh, an already huge game. Uh, as much as I like Assassin's Creed, I, I don't think I got time for this one this time around with the DLC. Plus, plus I just I it wasn't super hot on Valhalla. Um, but you know, cool that they're supporting it more rather than uh, <laughs> putting out another Assassin's Creed game. But <laughs> these DLCs are so big they. Might as well be putting out another Assassin's Creed game at most. Um, but yeah, another a crossover with Odyssey. Um, I think that's out now. And that is, um, yeah, just a crossover event sort of thing. It's kind of cool. But Yeah, I, I think I'm at the point in my, uh, in my gaming career where I can say that I don't need to play these Ubisoft open world games anymore. Yeah. I don't need to invest that kind of time in something that I ultimately it ultimately won't stick with me. Yeah, I I obviously I play these games and they always grab me early on and I'm always like fuck yeah and then they just they get way too repetitive and they're just so fucking long and Valhalla is just one of those that's just so so long to where the payoff at the end just isn't that great like i i can't believe i did the stories in all those areas for it to not really mean that much that kind of just fucking frustrated the hell out of me um same with immortals that i just finished recently it's game's not as long as valhalla but you could probably make it just as long as if you wanted if you wanted to there's a lot of shit to do in that game and um same deal it's just it's very long, very repetitive, and the ending's just like, eh, all right. You know? They, they, they really got to do something different with them. And maybe that different will be them making them all free-to-play and live service. <laughs> I don't fucking or make, know. No, they, they're going to make them a play-to-earn, Tyler. You, yeah. You forget. You forget yourself. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, that's 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 what that's why that's why they dele- delayed Skull and Bones. Mm-hmm. When you get treasure in Skull and Bones, you get treasure in real life. Oh shit! Except not really in real life in this fake crypto wallet thing. You you think there's value there, so that's how they keep getting you to play it. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all a nightmare. Uh, <laughs> Um, okay. Tyler, you remember, I think this was like two or three weeks ago, where Sony was like suing people for making custom covers for their PlayStation 5s? Yes. Looks like that 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 happened for the exact reason we thought it was. They're going to sell their own. Yep. When I saw this, I was like, oh, yep. 
No shit. <laughs> it's a way they can make money off of it. But uh, yeah, they got five colors coming out. One of them's all black, and I think that's very sexy, personally. Um, mm. I don't think I'll fucking go for it, but uh, you know, I think that's cool. But you can do like a purple, a pink, a cyan blue sort of color, and a magenta sort of color, and coming out in January. Did they say how much they are? I'm not sure that they did. Uh, oh wait, no, they are down here. Uh, fifty. Five dollars. Holy shit! Hey, Tyler. Woo! If you want that black cover, you can get a can of black spray paint for probably less than yeah half of that. Like you probably could way less than half of that. Yeah. Damn. I'm not. I'm not telling everyone out there to go just buy a can of spray paint to do whatever with. But uh, I mean, maybe go do some graffiti and then use the leftover paint to uh. Make your cover whatever color you want. <laughs> yeah. Um, these covers are also coming with new controllers, new DualSense colors, basically. So I like that neat. pink. I like that pink. That yeah. pink looks good. Yeah, the, the pink does look good, for but sure. But I already have two controllers. I don't know I don't know why I'd need three controllers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I grabbed one of those black ones when they came out and like it um i mean yeah it's this is fine but it yeah so sony made it pretty obvious when they started going after everybody um by you know by just saying like yeah we're we're doing this they should have just fucking announced that they're going to do this and say it's coming out next year mm-hmm. i don't know why yeah. they didn't do that like what's the fucking point it's not like you're hiding something um or something like super important or anything like that. Like, just say you know, hey, we had to stop this shit because we're fucking making them or something. I don't fucking know. And in these companies, they you have to protect your trademark, your IP, all that stuff. Um, but at the same time, what what's what's wrong with giving people more options? You know what I want though. You know, I what? want a custom cover that makes it a box. Instead of this weird ass shape, <laughs> that's where the market is. Make it a normal shape that actually fits in things. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, but yeah, they'll probably but, go after you if you do that too. Yeah. But then you have the Series X that's a fucking box, and but that thing is fucking huge, too. Not as big as PS Five, but. Still what if what if we made our console an orb Ooh. to ponder, perhaps? Um, you're not familiar with the meme, are you? Pondering the orb? No, I don't, I don't think I am. God, you're getting old, Tyler. I you am. need to get back on the internet. <laughs> it's awful. It's <laughs> full of terrible things. You need to be here. I'm okay. I'm on the internet, but I, I, I'm not. I can't do the do the Twitters or the Facebooks. Nah. Uh, but I, I, I do do miss the memes. Mm. Yeah, some of the, some of the memes are pretty good. All right. Well, it's time for the last story here, which is kind of a meme in itself. Uh, not really. Um, 
Keanu Reeves, in an interview with The Verge, has, uh, has admitted to never playing Cyberpunk 2077. You know what, Keanu? You made the right choice. <laughs> yes. You're spending your time wisely. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> and then also later in the interview, he said that he thinks it's nice that people tried to mod cyberpunk so that they could have sex with this character. <laughs> yes. I saw that too, which just made me laugh. He's, nice. a, he's a goofy fucking guy, man. He really is. Yeah. I love Keanu Reeves. Um, it's funny though, because, and I totally forgot about this, that during a CD project red earnings call last year, uh, the president and joint CEO Adam Kaczynski said that um, Reeves played the game and loves it. Oh, and then so Keanu he Reeves just lied. Comes... <laughs> he just lied to everyone. Yeah, someone's fucking lying. And since CD Projekt Red lied a lot, I'm I'm going to believe Keanu Reeves before I believe CD Projekt Red. Yeah. So I think I think that's funny that he's in this game. He hasn't played it, and yeah, he has, I'd say he's made the like, right choice. What reason does Keanu have to lie about not playing Cyberpunk? <laughs> exactly, and honestly, where there is a reason to lie about him actually playing it to investors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if if he wants to get away from that shitstorm at all, hmm. but. uh Honestly, he ain't got fucking time, dude. He's he's just filming shit left and right. So yeah. I mean, he's got busy, the Matrix coming guy. out. Yeah, I think he's filming John Wick Four. He was in a SpongeBob movie last year. Fuck it. Wait, he dude. was in a SpongeBob movie? Yes. I need to find the SpongeBob. Oh, uh, what what's it called? Sponge, Sponge, Sponge. Is it Sponge Out of Water? It's the most recent one. No, Sponge Out of Water is no. 2015. Uh, SpongeBob movies. Let's, let's just was... just do some Google searching here on a podcast here. Uh, oh, there Sponge is, on the uh, Run. Yes, yeah, Sponge on the Run. Yeah, and then search Keanu Reeves because he plays himself in it. Oh yeah. Yep, he's in there. Yep. Oh yeah. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> Great. I'm going to have to go watch a Spongebob movie then. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, man. What a guy. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Very much looking forward to the Matrix movie. Yeah. I'm looking forward uh, to that as well. I Look- do work when it comes out, but, you know. Mm. Yeah. I, it, that's a Christmas movie, isn't it? Uh, Matrix yeah. has become a Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me see. So I'm going to be working then. Oh, Billy. man, that's good. That's going to suck because that's going to... I'll have Monday off after that weekend, but then I'm back to work on Tuesday. Mm. Yikes. I might have to see it. I might. That might be my New Year's uh, plan. Is On New Year's Day, I might go out and watch watch that. Yeah. If If the theater is open. Are theaters open on New Year's? Yeah. Are they typically? They're usually I mean, they open show Christmas day. movies. Uh, yeah, they're open all the time. So yeah. if, if they're going to show movies on Christmas Day, they're going to have... Yeah. They're going to be open on New Year's. So yeah, that's my New Year's plan. I'm going to go watch. They're, yeah, I mean, and they're a little... 
I wouldn't say desperate. I mean, obviously, a lot of people have been going to movies. I've been to the movies a few times since they reopened, but um, there's a lot of big movies like The Matrix and Spider-Man coming out that they're just going to want to get as much business as possible. Mm. Yeah. All right. So. Well, I think that's going to do it for the show this week. We're going to go and play some Halo. Some, yeah. multi, some multiplayer. It's going to be the first time i played multiplayer since probably the last time we played together, to oh, be wow. honest. Uh, <laughs> um, I think so. they added the playlist stuff in. They did add the, they added the playlist. Yes. So, yeah. Let's go, Let's baby. It. Let's fuck some fools up. Yeah, we are <laughs> going to go fuck some fools up. Um if you have any fools you need us to fuck up, uh, email us just a list of their names um, <laughs> or any questions you have uh, to PlayStation Report Podcast at Gmail. PlayStation Report Podcast at gmail.com or via Twitter at PS Report Podcast. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Um. Yeah, until next time, be good to each other. Play your video games. Yeah. I know Kung Fu.